Good evening, everybody. I hope you're all having a wonderful evening on a Friday night. Welcome to episode nine of the Dodgers, Lakers, Rams, Patriots podcast. I'm your host, Laura Antonio. Uh, today, we are covering a lot of things, as such as for the Dodgers side, if JT Realmuto will wear the Dodger uniform, the biggest need for the Dodgers this offseason, reaction to Hunjin Ryu's accepting the one-year qualifying offer, and will Kenta Maeda's contract rework Kenta Maeda's contract to convert him into a reliever, will the, what the Patriots need to do during their bye week, previewing the Rams Monday night preview against the Chiefs, breaking down the games for the, for the uh, Patriots down the stretch, and talk about how many games they need to win down the stretch as they expect to make another Super Bowl run. And then Lakers game recaps against the Sacramento Kings, Atlanta Hawks, and then previewing games against the Magic, Heat, and Cavs. And will Rondo missing a lot, a long period of time, affect the Lakers as he deals with a broken hand? And Tyson Chandler's impact on the Lakers. And the first half awards for the 2018 Patriots. So let's get started. And let's start with the Dodgers as right now a lot of topics have been Swirling around on this hot stove offseason for the Dodgers. Um, will the Marlins and Dodgers work out a trade to get JT Real Muto? I said, uh, no, I don't think so because I think uh, Real Muto will get, I don't think JT Real Muto will get traded to the Dodgers this winter because I think the Astros and the Braves and the Nationals are the three teams that are the favorites to land the star catcher from the Marlins. And then I also think that. The Dodgers can solve their catching needs internally and go and go with uh, I I go with Kiebert Ruiz, who's someone that I'm really high on. But I think that uh, he's about a year or two away from making the big club. So I say Ruiz is set to debut. I think in 2020. I believe that I'm going to give Austin Barnes. A shot at the starting catcher's role, even though Austin Barnes had a terrible year last year at the plate, but his defense wasn't a problem. So I also think that um, Austin Barnes is going to work on this offseason, his mechanics with the swing, and I think he'll be better when the next season rolls around. So, And I think the biggest need for the Dodgers is... Strengthening the bullpen. And I don't think second base and catchers a big, big need. I but I also I think the Dodgers could solve it internally by making Dylan Floro as the team setup man. I think the Dodgers shouldn't go with the bullpen by committee because that doesn't work out. Because you gotta put the less less pressure off of Kinley Jansen. And and I think that um, Jansen was under pressure last season, and Roberts made a bad choice by putting him in um, in six out situations, which didn't really work out. And um, you have to have a setup man in the bullpen, so that's why I think. The Dodgers could solve it internally. I think Baez and Floro could be a guy for the eighth inning, but I see that get more Floro because with Dylan Floro, he makes hitters confused. And when we got him from the Reds, I think Dylan Floro has turned out to be a nice addition to the Dodgers. 
and um, and I think um, I think um, by looking at the options of the bullpen for the Dodgers, I think um, this is their big weakness every year, and it t- continues to fall in the playoffs, and their struggles c- c- continue. For the Dodgers in the playoffs. For their bullpen. But my reaction, by the way, to Henjin Ryu's accepting the Dodgers one-year qualifying offer is that I thought Ryu made the right choice. And um, I he's going to show that he has a lot of unfinished business with the Dodgers. Because I knew that he wanted to stay there for at least one year, one more year. But I think he's going to show that he could stay for at least two or three more years with the Dodgers. Because... He has the stuff when he's healthy, but he's injury prone the last like three years. So I think a full healthy season for Hunjin Ryu, it's going to make him like a number three starter again for the Dodgers. I think he really wants to be that number three starter for the Dodgers. And I think um, for me, I think uh, keeping Ryu was a great choice for the Dodgers. And he made the right choice to accept that one year qualifying offer. Um Will the Dodgers rework Maeda's contract to convert him to a reliever? I actually thought about that, but from what I heard today, um, Andrew Friedman says he expects Kenta Maeda to be back into the starting rotation when the 2019 season begins, and because they viewed they signed him as a starting pitcher, I still view him as view him as a starting pitcher, and he could be a very good starting pitcher. He could give. The Dodgers innings out of as a starting pitcher give that bullpen a rest, and I just think uh, Kenta Maeda is 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 a very good and reliable starting pitcher when he's on his game. But sometimes he can have his bad days. But I think he's a guy that is a very good starting pitcher when healthy. And Julio Urias, I think, is going to be on a innings restriction in his first full season back. In the big in the big leagues because uh, he just came off a major shoulder surgery and I think um, he this is going to be kind of like the situation that uh, Walker Bueller was in and will the Dodgers trade Jock Peterson this winter? I was thinking about that. The Giants would appear to be the front runners to get Jock Peterson, but I kind of changed my mind on that. I think Jock Peterson is going to remain a Dodger. Because he's turned out to be that leadoff hitter that the Dodgers were looking for. I, I liked his approach and at-bats at the plate leading off. Because he would set the tone when he hits leadoff home runs. And I do expect him in that leadoff role next season. I think him and Chris Taylor will split the duties leading off of the Dodgers. And it could have it would be Farhan Zadi's first move if he wanted to get Jock Peterson to the Giants. But... As the more I thought of it, I think the uh, Dodgers are better off with Jock Peterson. And um, Jock really had a, a resurgent season last season after a disappointing 2017 season. But had a good World Series a year ago against the Astros, which really, really helped him uh, get confident at the plate. And he has shown those those his confidence at the plate during the at-bats he's taken. And 
I have no doubt that Jock will remain will continue to get better with his confidence at the plate and continue to improve on his swing and um and his defense in the outfield's legit. But I think uh Josh Fields and Tony Singrani are going to be the odd men out in out of the Dodgers because Scott Alexander has turned out to be a nice piece. Uh Dylan Floro has turned out to be a very nice bullpen piece so I think the Dodgers are going to be in good hands when it comes to their bullpen and then I'm kind of thinking the Dodgers should go with a seven-man bullpen just because I think uh, Alex Verdugo is big league ready and I expect Alex Verdugo to make starts in center field and some starts in right field and I think um, Alex Verdugo is that next breakout rookie for the Dodgers and I think he is a great hitter that makes good contact. And that's what I notice out of him. Now let's talk about the Lakers. Um, I thought when they played the Kings last Saturday, they did a very good job. and They held them to 100 points, under 100 points. And then for the game against the Hawks, that was so nerve-wracking. I thought that was a goaltender when Trey Young was trying to do the teardrop game-winning shot. But overall, he... Tyson Chandler just saved the game and talk about an impact that he has made since he joined the Lakers. The Lakers are 4-0, trying to go 5-0 since the Lakers acquired Tyson Chandler. And he has made a big difference to that Lakers defense and the way the Lakers view the center position. And I think he's a good mentor to Big Zoo and... I think him and McGee split time between minutes, so I think I think Tyson Chandler was a tremendous choice for the Lakers. And even though Phoenix didn't want to continue his to continue his career there, Tyson Chandler had to decide if he was going to play with the Warriors or play with the Lakers. He made the right choice to go to the Lakers because Tyson Chandler is from Compton, and I also think that. Um, he, he wants to be close to home. And I kind of think the Lakers should trade KCP to play Michael Beasley more. But as of right now, I think KCP has done a nice job off the bench. He's like that uh, bench score that the Lakers were looking for. And I also think by looking at it, um, Contavious Caldwell-Pope can add value. He's a good shooter. But I think the Lakers need more shooting. I think they're about a shooter away from getting back to being a contending team for a championship. So I think the Lakers, it's kind of still too early to say if they're going to make the playoffs or not. But it, the Western Conference is tough, as I know. And I think um, the Lakers will still be in a dogfight with the New Orleans Pelicans for the eighth and last spot in the playoffs. Hopefully even higher, but just don't want to get ahead of myself and and say they're going to be way like the number one seed in the West. But it's good. It's still a long season. The Lakers still got a lot of work to do, but I also think that the uh, Lakers will find a way to continue to get better as the season goes on. Let's talk about the Rams now. Um, previewing the game against the Chiefs, on Monday night, we were supposed to get that game in Mexico City, but the field conditions were bad. And that's why 
the NFL made the right decision to move the game back to Los Angeles. And the Coliseum is going to make history on Monday night. Because this will be the first time the Coliseum will host a Monday night game since 1978. And it will feel that way again in Los Angeles Monday night. When the Rams take on the Chiefs, it's going to be both teams playing for like the best record in the NFL. And I kind of want to see the Rams beat the Chiefs because the Chiefs right now are the number one seed in the AFC, but I still see that being going to the Patriots and then the Rams. I think it's tough to say if they're going to be the number one seed in the NFC because New Orleans looks good. The Rams started the year off with a tough schedule, but they played very well the first like nine, ten games of the year. And talking about that game against the Seahawks last week, um, man, the Rams just survived that one. But Russell Wilson kept that game close, but the Rams ended up holding on to win. But talking about what else happened in that game, Cooper Cup tore his ACL. And I don't think that's a big loss for the Rams because the Rams have a very good group of wide receivers. Because I think who will step up in Cooper Cup's absence is uh, Josh Reynolds because Josh Reynolds has stepped up when the Rams' key receivers were hurt and uh, Farrell Cooper's coming back from injury. So I expect him to kind of get some reps at the slot. At the slot, And I think that um, the Rams are in a good place, even without Cooper Cup, because Robert Woods and Brandon Cooks are still Jared Goff's go-to guys to throw to, and Robert Woods is like that number one, number two receiver that can catch the ball in deep routes, and I think the Rams are in a good place going forward. And I thought moving the game from Mexico City to L.A. was the right move because it, it's safety had to come first, and I know that in the future, Mexico City will host NFL international games in the near future. When, when, when they conti- when they come up with a new contract agreement to have the international series down in Mexico City, but it was just the right move to get the game in LA on Monday night. Well, let's talk about the Patriots now. I think what the Patriots need to work on during the bye week is their third down offense. Their defense has to get better, and um, this Patriots team is still well in play. For that number one spot in the AFC. And I believe and I expect them to to get that number one spot in the AFC. Because I think playing against the Jets next week, which I'll get into a little bit later, is the Patriots are just motivated to get some a couple of road wins before the season ends. And breaking down their games down the stretch, they got the Jets after the bye week, then they got the Vikings at home, and then the Miami Dolphins in Miami. And then the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh. And then they finish up at home with Buffalo and the Jets. So it's going to be another... It's going to be a tough schedule for the Patriots down the stretch. But they got this. But. And then. They need to win six games. 
And then they got to make sure that Kansas City loses at least three games for the Patriots to get the number one seed in the playoffs, which I think that will happen. Kansas City looks so good, and um, they really found their quarterback of the future. So that's why I kind of think Tom Brady will be is still the king of the AFC. And then the recap, and then I'll recap the game against the Titans. I also my thoughts were that Patriots, after scoring that one touchdown, that James Devlin got the ball, and uh, and just bulldozered into the end zone for the touchdown. Um, I think that the Patriots should have not lost that game because, first of all, they were just lazy. Their defense was so lazy against Mariota, they couldn't even stop him. They had a hard time stopping him. And um, I think uh, the Patriots just 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 couldn't couldn't do it, and they could have been eight and two instead of seven and three. But I do think the Patriots will end up going thirteen and three. And and I think Tom Brady, like what I heard today, he said that whenever the Patriots draft his replacement. They want to make sure he's ready before Tom Brady hangs up his cleats. Which I don't see anytime soon because I think Tom Brady is not where he wants to be yet in his football career. I see him playing until he's 45 years old. And um, and Tom Brady wants to be first all-time in career touchdown passes to pass Peyton Manning. I'll look right now and see... The all-time list of NFL touchdowns. So, right now, Peyton Manning is at 579 in the playoffs. And Tom Brady is three shy of that. And then Brett Favre is 554. So, I think Tom Brady wants to be... So Tom Brady right now is fourth all time, and then Drew Brees is at five oh nine, and Tom Brady is not yet far to get to Brett Favre's third all time mark. And could he do it uh, the next game when we play the Jets? I believe he will. I think he'll tie it, and then he will pass Brett Favre. Against the Jets, and then I think he'll get he'll pass Drew Brees, and then I think uh, I think Tom Brady will slowly get up to to where Peyton Manning's record is at five thirty nine. But I also think that Tom Brady will go down as the greatest quarterback to ever live in this planet. <clears throat> and I think that what the, I think um, a lot of people were were saying, "Do you think this is Gronk's last year?" And I was like, "No, it's not." I mean, the Patriots right now don't want to risk Gronk right now because he's dealing with an ankle injury right now. I would expect him to play against the Jets, but if if not, because since how bad the Jets are. I kind of want to just see the Patriots just rest him so that they could save him for the playoffs, which I think he's so important in 
the playoffs. All right, now let's get your final thought. My final thoughts for each team. I think for the Dodgers, uh, I think um, just figure out their bullpen situation. Don't use the free agent market for a reliever, the second baseman, and a catcher. And for the Lakers, um, just continue finding ways to win. Expect to get get a six-game win streak by the end of Sunday. And for the Rams, I think it's going to be a great game. I expect them to win over the Chiefs by three points. And for the Patriots, just enjoy the bye week and get ready for the New York Jets. All right. So... So this is Laura Antonio signing off, and have a great weekend, everybody. And um, make sure to join me next week for the latest sports updates.